Today's episode of the Watson Weekly Podcast is sponsored by Commerce Tools. The world of commerce is fast-paced and constantly changing. Commerce Tools, the global leader in commerce and creator of the powerfully composable mock architecture, enables commerce leaders to turn possibilities into reality. Commerce Tools helps businesses go from underperforming to overachieving, and from keeping up to setting the pace, all at a lower total cost. Go to commercetools.com to learn how to get started. It's November 27th, 2023, and this is the Watson Weekly, your essential e-commerce digest. Today on our show, Walmart earnings update, open AI explodes on itself and then reconstitutes, Thrasio prepares for bankruptcy, and what I'm thankful for. And finally, the Investor Minute, which contains five items this week from the world of venture capital, acquisitions, and IPOs. But first in our shopping cart full of news, unpacking Walmart's fiscal year 2024 Q3 earnings. Here are a few quick takeaways from Walmart's earnings that should have relevance for everyone. First, deflation may be in our future. Prices on general merchandise continue to come down even as food inflation is somewhat persistent. Challenges, the volume on that merchandise is also coming down. On a two-year stack, food inflation is still up 15%. How much of those declining costs are you going to be able to book as margin is one question you'll have to decide in 2024. The answer might depend on how strong the consumer is. The bullwhip effect continues to whip. Second, consumer is definitely highly promotional. Walmart discovered the end of October that the consumer will wait for big purchases. Volume has slowed down significantly in the second half of October, and they can't attribute it to anything except the consumer waiting for discounts on big purchases. If this continues, it's a worrying trend that consumers are starting to get very comfortable with. As always, here's your earnings recap for Walmart. Walmart has 4.9% U.S. comp sales growth year-over-year. Ironically, this is the exact opposite of Target just a day earlier who dealt with a negative 4.9% comp sales growth. Kind of a tale of two retailers. Gross margin was up 32 basis points. U.S. e-commerce was up 24% year-over-year and quarter, which is a super strong result. Their advertising business was also up 20% globally and 26% in the U.S., which is the Walmart Connect business. Their operating income even grew more strongly at 22% year-over-year. Their general expenses were higher due to increased number of store remodels and higher labor costs. And the company reported a 20% increase in marketplace sellers. For the supply chain fanatics in the audience, Walmart U.S. increased the number of digital items shipped from stores by 800 basis points year-over-year. Walmart's Spark driver platform lowered store-to-home delivery costs by 15%. The CEO coined a new term, kind of like densifying the last mile. The word densify seems to have entered the lexicon. Walmart also introduced their third next-generation e-commerce fulfillment facilities. In the micro-fulfillment world, There'll be seven stores live with MFCs by the end of the month. These are automated fulfillment centers attached to the stores. Walmart fulfillment services adoption itself was up 55% year over year. 
In short, Walmart continues momentum and it's defying prevailing narratives that e-commerce is not a good channel for a store-based retailer that companies like HomeGoods, Kohl's, and Target are all pushing right now. Our second story, OpenAI exploded on itself and reconstitutes. While you're not likely to see such a strange corporate drama play out so publicly again, it is a good reminder for everyone that boards of directors and corporate bylaws are important, particularly for you as a CEO and for investors. Normally, as a CEO, you can help decide the board by negotiating at the time of your start for people loyal to you or a specific structure. Most CEOs also negotiate a healthy equity incentive package for raising the stock or value of the company. Tech companies like Meta, Shopify, and others have adopted dual-class voting shares where the founder can maintain control over their company while still holding a minority share. Of course, OpenAI had none of these protections. Sam Altman did not even directly own any equity in the firm or have any special voting rights. If you're Google and Amazon at this stage, you're excited about this chaos. Do you think Microsoft or anyone else would invest new billions into OpenAI without fixing that corporate structure? And it seems to be like exactly what happened. Over the weekend, Sam Altman was temporarily hired by Microsoft. Now, while they're able to sort things out with the board, Sam Altman appears to be coming back. I think Amazon still to this day is happier with its anthropic investment today than it was last week. As a CEO of Investor, the time to negotiate these types of things is at the time of the event, usually when the investment happens. That's when you have the most leverage. If something seems fishy, probably better to trust your gut. There is always another opportunity out there. Of course, the peculiarities of OpenAI, its quest for safe, artificial general intelligence all played a role in getting to this point. In your situation, it's likely a little bit more straightforward. After all, we're not all being asked to become the CEO of a generational company. It definitely seems to me that with the founder out who is pushing for faster innovation, this move benefits its growing list of competitors, but maybe they've fixed it now with Sam Altman coming back. It still remains to be seen if they can recapture their former magic in some kind of a new structure. Our third story, Thrasio prepares for bankruptcy. The Wall Street Journal last week published an interesting article about the Amazon aggregator Thrasio. Well, this is totally not surprising. That said, here are a few notes from the article that you can use or lose. Thrasio has been working with turnaround expert Alex Partners for the past few years and apparently trying to figure out what to do next. Does it take that long to indicate that your management team has inexperienced operators and your core operating premise is flawed? In 2021, the company has raised $3.4 billion. The same year, the company was valued at $5 to $10 billion. Just let that sink in for a moment. Like my dad used to say, at this point, it's all over but the crying. You have a lot of assets that are not worth near what you paid for them, and you have built technology for a lot of things that probably shouldn't have been built at all. Easily, Thrasio goes next to WeWork in the pantheon of venture capital mistakes. I mean, it's not $22 billion raised like WeWork, but $3 billion that Thrasio raised is pretty difficult to flush down the toilet as well. And our last story, what I'm thankful for. This has been a great journey, and I really appreciate the Watsonians that are following me here. 
No, a little bit, almost under five years ago, I started RMW Commerce as a consulting business. And I started publishing on LinkedIn, my blog. And about two years ago, I started this podcast. I just wanted to really thank all the listeners here that support not only our current efforts, but also all the new content that we're planning to produce in 2024. If you haven't seen, we're starting a completely new format with a video series, almost like I like to think of it like Good Morning Football meets e-commerce. Learning about e-commerce should be something fun. And that's what we really aim to bring you here. And we want to create essentially a habit that you always know where the best place to go is to find information about e-commerce. And so with that, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving last week. And by the way, it's Cyber Monday. What are you doing still listening? Hey, Watsonians. Did you know that Amazon has partnered with various social networks like Pinterest, Meta, and Snap? If you were in our online community, you would. To stay on top of what's going on in e-commerce and join the conversation, visit community.rmwcommerce.com today. Now a word from our sponsor, Commerce Tools. When a multi-billion dollar beauty brand's e-commerce platform neared the end of its life, the entire business was at risk, including the ability to serve customers. By switching to Commerce Tools and embracing a more flexible mock architecture, the retailer's vision for connecting in-store and personalized shopping experiences became a reality. The brand can now roll out new features within days, securing its position as a modern brand that uses technology to its advantage. If you're being held hostage by your technology platform and your developers have thrown up their hands, tell them to start a free trial at commercetools.com today. It's that time, friends, for our Investor Minute. We have five items on the menu today. First, Zelig raises $15 million Series A. Zelig, a virtual try-on and styling technology solution, has raised a $15 million Series A funding round with the proceeds to be invested in further technology development. Second, UPS completes acquisition of MNX Global Logistics. UPS has completed its acquisition of MNX Logistics, a company specializing in delivering temperature-sensitive and specialty pharmaceutical products. Obviously, UPS expects a lot more revenues coming from pharma and healthcare in the future. Third, software provider ReturnGo announces growth capital and Amazon partnership. ReturnGo has announced $4.8 million in new growth capital and a strategic partnership with Amazon's third-party logistics solution, Multi-Channel Fulfillment. Is it just me? Or is Amazon partnering with more startups these days? Fourth, Grayscout brand protection platform raises 890,000 euros. Grayscout, a gray market and brand protection solution, has raised venture funding, raising its total capital in 2023 to over 4 million euros. Finding good and economic brand protection is hard. And finally, PhilLogic raises $13 million in Series A funding. PhilLogic, a local logistics provider, has secured $13 million in Series A funding for product development and nationwide logistics ecosystem expansion. The company is focused on taking underutilized retail space and making it into retail hubs so that it can be sorted to the right carriers. Another week, another logistics funding. Perhaps the supply chain funding momentum is back. And today's final word of the week for November 27, 2023 is cyber. 
If you're listening to this podcast, I'll be honest, cut it out. Shut off the podcast this instant. You should be shipping out product and answering customer service questions. Get back to work, slackers. That's all for this week. Till next time, Watsonians. Hi, I'm Rick Watson, CEO and founder of RMW Commerce Consulting and host of the Watson Weekly Podcast, your essential e-commerce digest. Our production partner for this series is Citizen Racecar. The show is produced by Jose Baez, production manager, Gabriela Montaquin. To hear new episodes of the show every Monday morning, subscribe now at rmwcommerce.com slash Watson Weekly and wherever you get your podcasts.